Hello friends, how are you all doing? We are so glad you found us. This is Rainbow Stories for Rainy Days, and I'm your host, Emily. Thank you for joining us for today's story. I really think you'll like it because it's extra spooky. Today's story is about a little boy and a little girl who have a big secret. They found a certain something in a tree, and it quickly became their pet. Can you guess what it is? Well, listen in so you can find out just what kind of creature it was. Are you ready for the spooky story? <laughs> Let's go. Russ and Ava lived with their mama and papa in a tiny yellow house on Maple Grove Road. They had a porch covered in flowers that were now slowly wilting with the colder fall weather, and wide neighborhood sidewalks covered in crunchy brown leaves that had fallen from the trees. Their neighborhood was really lovely. It had a school, a baseball diamond, a small shopping center, and even a farmer's market. They knew all of their neighbors, and sometimes their next-door neighbor, Mrs. Arnold, would bake the most scrumptious chocolate chip cookies and bring them over as a treat for Russ and Ava. Russ and Ava loved their friendly neighborhood. It had great big grassy patches to run around and fly kites, tall hills to roll down and make themselves dizzy, and colorful playgrounds to meet up with neighborhood friends and get really silly except for the one neighborhood bully named Billy, who sometimes played tricks on Russ and said mean things to Ava. That was not cool. He was always mean when the parents weren't looking. Ugh, they would sit at home and sulk about their playtimes with him. Now, Russ and Ava were pretty normal. They fought, they laughed, they played pretty nicely together, most of the time. They even started enjoying some of the same TV shows, like Rescue Riders and My Little Pony, but they still grumbled occasionally about the magic school bus. They liked their vegetables, but fussed over tomatoes, and preferred their noodles buttered. It was a pretty picture-perfect childhood, almost straight out of an old-time movie but every family has their secret. If you didn't look too closely, you might say that Russ, Ava, Papa, and Mama were an average little family. If you looked a bit more closely, you might see that they have a very suspicious pet, not one that every family has. No, it wasn't a dog or a lizard or even a fish. Russ and Ava had a pet alien. I know, I know, you don't believe me, but I promise that it's true. I've only seen it once, and I can tell you a little bit about what it looks like. Picture this. Eyes like a cat, but purple. And really, it was about the size of a cat. A medium-sized cat. It had a little nose like a button, its purple lips were very big and kind of similar in color to its eyes, 
but the mouth was really slimy and gross. When the alien yawned, you could see its split tongue, sort of like a snake's. Okay, not that exciting, but there is more. The pet alien had about 400 legs. I'm not joking. I tried counting when I saw it, and I think I was pretty close. Each leg had these little prickles, sort of like a rose bush, and the alien was made primarily of scales. Again, kind of like a snake, but it had this beautiful gold and white fur around its neck and head. I guess maybe to keep it warm? So, how did Russ and Ava come to acquire a little pet alien? That's a great question. It all started last Halloween, almost a year ago. It was Halloween night, when Russ and Ava were heading back to their little yellow house on Maple Grove Road. They had the most amazing night of trick-or-treating in their neighborhood, as they always do. And Mama and Papa were a few minutes ahead of them, already at the house, making some hot chocolate. Russ and Ava did what they usually do, which is to say they argued, laughed, shoved each other, got into a massive tickle fight on the sidewalk, and then proceeded to negotiate and trade the vast amounts of candy and treats they had picked up from their neighbors, all before they had even made it home. As they latched their back gate closed, they heard a rustling coming from above in the big maple tree. The leaves shook. The tree branches thrashed around. There were no lights on, so they couldn't really see who or what was up there. Ava and Russ stopped in their tracks and looked at each other. Russ held his breath. Ava wrapped her fingers around Russ's hand. Mama? Papa? Russ croaked as loudly as he could manage. The wind was not blowing. Why was the tree moving so much? Was it Billy playing another prank on them? Papa came outside and immediately noticed the trembling tree. He hollered for Mama to bring a flashlight, and the kids ran to hide behind him. Not that they were really scared. Well, you'll never guess what they found in that tree. Oh, they spotted a little kitten-sized, snake-featured, purple-eyed, feathered being. They had never seen anything like it, and could only assume it was an alien. But maybe a baby one. That much was clear. Where were its parents? The little alien was kind of cute. It was obviously excited to see that other little beings had seen it. It was purring and twitching its little green tail. Mama, Papa, Russ, and Ava decided to leave the little creature where it was. They weren't sure what else to do. Maybe its parents or friends would come back to get it. <sighs> nope. That was wishful thinking. It was still there the next morning. And the next. Eventually, the little alien made a noise. Russ and Ava did not respond the first time when they were heading to school. But they did eventually start to talk to the alien. Then the family did what you should probably never do. Which is feed it. Then it really wanted to hang around. It started to sleep on one of the chairs in the backyard. Then it made its way for a nap on the back step. And then it would greet them every morning on the back step with its call and And well, you know the rest. Much to Papa's dismay, Mama suggested that they get the little alien a little alien bed. It was a cat bed, but it did the trick. Oh boy, was that alien happy. 
The family even named it Buttons because of its adorable button nose. Soon enough, it became cuddly and loved to play with a ball attached to a string. Buttons became very much the family pet. It liked to eat fruits and vegetables and didn't really mind what was on TV as long as it got to snuggle up with Russ and Ava, who came to love it dearly. Sometimes, though, the little alien looked a bit sad and would stay up at night, staring out the window. Ava imagined Buttons was just waiting to be picked up for its ride home. Now, for obvious reasons, the little family decided not to tell anyone about their alien. It was important to keep it a secret, and they managed pretty well. They didn't want anyone to see it because people might get scared. And when people get scared, sometimes they do silly things. They knew that people might tell. So they kept it a secret so that no one would take the baby alien away from them. Aliens are very uncommon, after all. Buttons the alien was always either inside the house or in the backyard out of sight from the neighbors. Sometimes, though, Papa or Mama would put a little leash around its neck and take it for a walk in the very dark of the very early morning before anyone else in the neighborhood was up. Buttons really wanted to do things like go to school with the kids or go to the dentist or get really silly at the playground, but it was just too risky. Instead, Russ and Ava would tell Buttons all about their day. They would share the news, the good parts, and the bad. When they talked about the good parts of their day, like school, snacks, or baseball, Buttons would be calm, folding its 400 legs up into smooth little braids and coo. When Russ and Ava talked about the bad parts of their day, like carrots, arguments, or Billy the bully, Button's fur would puff out and all 400 of its legs would get spiky and wiggly and it would give a little growl. It couldn't speak their language, but Buttons could absolutely communicate. And so, here we are now, one year later. Buttons the alien had been with Russ and Ava for one whole year. It was becoming harder and harder to keep Buttons a secret especially now that the alien was so brave and playful and wanted to be outside more. Buttons was even excited for its one-year birthday party that they were going to have on Halloween. Russ and Ava wondered what they could do to make the birthday so special, and they came up with a fantastic plan. They were going to take Buttons out for Halloween. All right, how? Another great question. Russ cleared his throat at the dinner table. What if, what if, what if we pretended the Buttons is our cat dressed up as an alien? His mama looked up. Do you mean to say that you think our little alien should just go as itself and then we tell people it's a cat dressed up as an alien? Russ nodded. Do you think people will be fooled? His mama said. Papa replied. It's Halloween, after all, and the costumes can get really outrageous. Ava looked around the table and said quietly, I wonder if, because we found buttons on Halloween last year, maybe, maybe it's mommy and daddy have a special trip and we'll come back to get buttons? Everyone was quiet. Well, Papa said, we won't know until Halloween night. So, 
Let's plan to go trick-or-treating. Buttons, you get to come. Buttons wiggled its little bum with excitement. The one rule when you have a pet alien is that you can't use the pet alien to scare anyone. Russ and Ava did their best to communicate this to Buttons, that it was not allowed to scare people. It had to stay really calm and quiet so no one would find out it wasn't a cat dressed up as an alien. They didn't really know if Buttons could understand them, but the little alien flicked its green tail in excitement. With trembling hands, they put the leash on Buttons. Okay, Russ said, here we go, Buttons said. And off they went. Russ, Ava, Mama, and Papa were all dressed up like The Incredibles, one of their favorite cartoons to watch. They looked pretty cool. Russ and Ava each had a little orange bucket to collect candy. This year's Halloween was a little bit different. There was a really contagious virus, so people in the neighborhood were working hard to stay socially distanced to keep everyone safe. Each house had built a two-meter-long chute to drop the candy in, as if it was going down a big slide from their house right into the orange buckets. It was different than other years, but everyone was trying to keep a little bit of normalcy in their lives. But obviously not Russ and Ava, because having an alien as a pet is not really normal. Mrs. Arnold spotted them as they walked down the street. Russ, Ava, is that you? Yoo-hoo! Oh, what sweet costumes. Are you superheroes? Oh, how funny that you're walking your cat. I don't think I knew you had a cat. Oh, hello, hello, little kitty. Oh, aren't you sweet? And they make costumes for cats. Oh, who knew? What do they think of next year? Russ and Ava just smiled. Papa nudged Ava slightly and she blurted out, Trick or treat, Mrs. Arnold! And Buttons just purred like the good little alien it was. Button licked its purple little lips, though, when Mrs. Arnold put two blue Pez dispensers and candy packets into their candy buckets. Its green tail twitched back and forth and back and forth. The next person they ran into was their school principal, Mrs. McKenzie. Ha! she said. What a creative and convincing costume for your kitten. Charming. Charming. Don't forget to do your math homework, hey? (laughs) Can't be slacking off on Halloween. She chuckled as she tossed a Kit Kat bar in each of the children's buckets. Button's eyes were wide with hunger. They ran into their neighborhood friends, who were all very excited to see the new cat dressed up as an alien. When the friends got too close, Russ would scoop little Buttons up and hold it and explain that Buttons was just a little too shy to be patted by everyone yet. Buttons just kept on purring. What a good little Buttons. Mama and Papa smiled at each other, relieved. This was going better than expected. As they rounded the last corner, Buttons lunged at a pumpkin that their friend June had carved. Buttons opened its mouth and swallowed that pumpkin whole. Russ and Ava just stared. Mama and Papa gasped. Buttons turned to look at them, not understanding the commotion, and began purring again. They all burst out into laughter. Mama and Papa went on ahead so Russ and Ava could say goodbye to a few of their neighborhood friends before they made their way home. 
Well, who would have guessed that they'd run into Billy on the way home? Of course they would run into Billy. They had really hoped to avoid him. Ugh. Oh, Eva whimpered. It's Billy. Not Billy. No, whispered Russ. What happened next will forever remain a mystery to most. Buttons sure stopped purring and definitely started growling when it saw Billy that Halloween night. Russ and Ava didn't want to hurt Billy or even scare him just a little bit. It wouldn't be worth it. They didn't want to be mean. They knew they could make things better without doing something foolish. But they also could not control Buttons. So, that night, if you blinked, you might have missed Buttons darting one of its prickly, wiggly 400 legs around Billy's ankle. You might not have even seen Billy tripping it happened so fast. You definitely would have seen Billy get up, confused, mad, and thinking it was Russ or Ava. He started towards them, but Buttons, who had worked so hard to stay calm and smooth and purring and good, stared right at Billy and wiggled all of its 400 legs at him while growling its low, rumbling growl. Billy stopped in his tracks, shocked, and then he screamed and fell down again. As he scrambled over himself and his costume, trying to get up and run away, Russ and Ava walked over. Billy, what's wrong? Ava asked. Your cat! It's... What's wrong with your cat? It's not a cat! That's like an alien! Ava and Russ just laughed. Billy, that's just nonsense, Russ said. All of their friends had gathered around now and were watching this. Russ thought for a moment. Are you okay, Billy? What? Yeah? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, great. See you at the park tomorrow, Billy? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you think we should bring our cat buttons? No, no, I do not. Definitely not. Do you think you can have fun with us, Billy? Yeah, yeah, I definitely can have fun with you. Definitely. Awesome. We can't wait for you to play nicely with us, Billy. It's going to be great. Yeah, uh, me neither. It's going to be great. It'll be great. Billy eyed Buttons warily. Russ and Ava held their breaths until Billy was out of sight. Buttons started purring again. Buttons! That was amazing. I can't believe you did that. But also, you shouldn't do that. But that was really great. Buttons, you're the best. I'm so glad he's going to leave us alone now. Ugh, finally. Thank you, Buttons. Russ and Ava did what they usually do. Which is to say, they argued, laughed, shoved each other, got into a massive tickle fight on the sidewalk, and Buttons even participated. And then they proceeded to negotiate and trade the vast amounts of candy and treats that they had picked up from their neighbors, all before they had even made it home. Buttons' favorite candy was the Aero Bar, and it wound up with chocolate all over its purple lips. Gross, but also cute. As they latched their back gate closed, they heard a rustling coming from above in the big maple tree. The leaves shook. The tree branches thrashed around. There were no lights on, so they couldn't really see who or what was up there. Ava and Russ stopped in their tracks and looked at each other. Russ held his breath and cuddled Buttons closer. Ava grabbed Russ's hand. 
They were scared, but Buttons just kept on purring. Mama? Papa? Russ croaked as loudly as he could manage. The wind was not blowing. Why was the tree moving so much? Ava whispered. Wait, Russ! Russ, this is just like last year. This is what happened when we found Buttons. There was a little purr from the tree. And then another from the neighbor's tree. And another from down the road. And then the night air was filled with the sounds of cooing. Buttons was wiggling now. It took its big snake tongue and gave Russ a lick on the face. It bounced out of Russ's arms over to Ava, who laughed when Buttons licked her face. Both Russ and Ava were laughing. But then, Russ got a frown on his face. Is this it? he said. Is this when you go? Buttons looked at them both with such love and warmth in its eyes. Ava whispered, We'll miss you. Mama and Papa were just coming outside, looking around as they heard all of the sounds from around the neighborhood. There must have been dozens of creatures calling back and forth, and they all sounded like buttons. I think they're all here for buttons, Ava said. They found her, or him, it, they found it. Papa slowly walked over and unbuckled the little cat leash. I'll miss you, Buttons. Mama stepped up. I'll miss you, Buttons. Thanks for visiting with us. Buttons hopped down from Ava's arms and climbed up the tree, all 400 legs wiggling its way up. The tree moved slightly and then stopped. There was quiet for a moment. And then the sound that those creatures made erupted in the neighborhood. The tree branches everywhere were going wild in what could only be heard as excitement, happiness, and the joy of a reunited family and community. And then, just as quickly, silence. Russ and Ava stared up at the night sky. It had been a wild ride. It was very, very sad to lose Buttons, who had become their pet but they were so happy to know that it was back with other little aliens who loved it, too. Well, is it time to go eat some candy? Mama whispered. Papa said, I think so. Ava looked at everyone. Can I be an alien next year for Halloween? They all laughed and went inside. The End Well, what did you think? My favorite part was when Buttons gives Russ and Ava a little lick goodbye. It was sad to see Buttons go, but really lovely that the whole family will have the memory of Buttons. And maybe I liked it a little bit when Billy realized he should stop being so mean. What was your favorite part? If you like this story please ask your mommy or daddy or caregiver to rate and review it so that other kids can find us more easily. You can also tell your friends about us too. We've recently joined Instagram and you can follow us at rainbowstories underscore podcast to be the first to know when new episodes come out. Thank you so much for joining us for Storytime. And we'll be back soon with a new one. Bye for now.